I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Well, a quick reminder that the Moist Line is there for you. It is the people's John and Ken show uh, voicemail. You leave us a message and we play some back on Friday. We just kind of collect them all and just shoot them all out at once. Uh, you can do that through the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon. You can call that toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86-1877-664-7886. Well, we were just talking about a poaching crew up in Ventura County that got caught. They were out there grabbing more than their share of deer and bear or whatever else. And in one case, apparently they took a mountain lion, which you're not allowed to do. Deborah Mark's very happy that they've been busted. Yes. But now we move into the other problem, which uh, cropped up again late last week when a little girl got tackled by a coyote who started to drag her away in Woodland Hills. Her father came to the rescue We'll start by playing this story from KTLA Channel 5 and Sarah Welsh about coyote attacks on the rise. Well, we've learned that this aggressive coyote had been on the radar for a couple of weeks, and now that it's attacked a human, uh, the focus is to track it down and capture it. Here's what Fish and Wildlife told us is going on right now. We have people who are in the area. They have dart rifles available, tranquilizing rifles available, 
And the, if there's a 911 call that comes in and somebody says, hey, there's a coyote in my backyard right now, they'll be immediately available to respond. So that's the plan as it's being taken right now from our wildlife officers. This response was triggered by this frightening attack caught on video, a toddler attack by a coyote along Martha Street in Woodland Hills as her dad wasn't loading the car after returning home from preschool. The little girl suffered some deep scratches, needed a rabies shot. She's going to be okay, but it's got people in this area very concerned about it happening again. Wildlife experts again tell us that they were well aware of the problem. They'd received numerous complaints about an aggressive coyote lunging at dogs and owners while they were out walking. Volunteers had been out on Martha Street just hours before that little girl was attacked, trying to educate people about how to better coexist with wild animals like coyotes, about never feeding these animals or doing it inadvertently by leaving out unsecured trash or pet food or fruit droppings from trees. Now, coyotes in urban areas are a problem all across the Southland, and the key experts say is to remove the food source. Despite this attack, they say coyote attacks are still very rare. There have been only seven coyote attacks this year in greater Los Angeles. So the the probability, experts say, is very low, but anyone concerned, here's what you can do. We recommend that if approached by a coyote, you stand tall, shout aggressively, clap your hands. Uh, if, if, if I had a child walking to and from school, I might attach a, a, a whistle to the zipper of their backpack. That's going to be probably helpful to scare off a coyote. Now, in addition to wildlife personnel being in the neighborhood with dark guns, should there be a sighting, there is some forensic work going on with the victim's clothing. They're at a lab in Northern California, Fish and Wildlife, trying to isolate DNA from microscopic traces of saliva from that coyote to get a DNA profile so they can figure out the exact offending animal when if they catch it, they'll ultimately know that they have the right animal. So again, back here on Martha Street this afternoon where this happened, it happened here in this driveway, uh, isolated incidents. This is not isolated. And Fish and Wildlife say, um, and again, uh, Lou and Glenn, uh, they tell us that uh, we can all do a better job at uh, preventing things like this from happening. And the key, they say, is again, isolating and removing the food source. And that's from uh, KTLA and Sarah Welsh, the reporter there. Yeah. Coyotes live in packs. They mate for life. Isn't that sweet? They mate for yeah. life? Mm. Very well, sweet. It depends. <laughs> that may be the last thing John says positive about the coyotes. <laughs> and they do help reduce the rodent population. That's, I what, guess they, that, uh, that's what makes them run out and jump a they, toddler. They eat, up the, uh, <laughs> they eat up the rats and stuff like that. Uh, they're also not strictly nocturnal. Many just believe that they oh. are they or not. The one I saw was uh, was early in the morning, but it was some oh. daylight out there. Yeah. Oh, I see them all hours of the day, yeah, the me night. Too. Yeah. yeah. Now, in fact, I saw them walking from a parking garage to the Super Bowl. I was on the west side. I had to walk over to SoFi, you know and what? there was a coyote and the, just standing there by a fence. The way they skulk, they look like gangsters to me, like gang members. There's just a certain something in their walk. They look like they're uh, they're bad news. Right, they're up. To, they're up to uh, no good. Um, Sacramento Bee had a, a similar list of things to do. This but one, yes, how to what happens if you encounter a coyote in the yeah. wild? Yeah. All right, this is this is pretty good stuff. Uh, if the coyote starts approaching you, make yourself big. That's what they say to do with bears. Too. How are you going to do that one, huh? I, I I'll do the other things that are on that. Shout list. at them and say, and I'm, I have, I'm big. I do shout I'm at them big. and I do clap my hands and I do have a whistle and I do have a taser that makes not a loud noise. And and put out your arms and flap them like wings. <laughs> <laughs> and I can do that. Be very firm and say things like, 
hey, coyote, go away, coyote. I do that. <laughs> they understand English. Yes. <laughs> they do? I don't speak coyote. <laughs> they know they're coyotes? I yell at them, I, and I have said that. Go away, coyote, and I say it in a really <laughs> firm voice. <laughs> See, she knows all the tips. I do. And what does the coyote do? They 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 they, they, they turn around and smirk, and they walk away, and that's all I care about. Maybe not fast, but they still turn around. It's like you got to be kidding me, lady. <laughs> I wonder Whatever. what coyote tastes like. Ah, oh, chicken. Uh, they look kind of lean. I yeah. don't think it's particularly good. Yeah, they're probably very. Stringy. The best animals to eat are the fatter ones, like the beef. The cattle, right? Yeah, and, right. So, and chickens can be plump. Right, because right. that, that's what gives the taste is the fat. It does, right? The fattier the meats, the, the more uh, juicy it is. Uh, well, here's the thing, Deborah Mark, and the one we're looking for, the coyote of interest that attacked the little girl in Woodland Hills, is considered a problem coyote. They cannot be captured and relocated because they will continue to exhibit the aggressive and dangerous behavior. By moving the coyote, you're simply moving the problem. Meaning... That even if we take this one to the wild, he might find his way back because that's yeah. what he wants to do. Where humans and animals are, because that's what he wants to attack and feed on, and he'll still go after people and 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 animal, other well, animals. Well, you know, I you know I hate that rationale. They they say that about the homeless too. Well, you're just moving them around. It's like yeah, we're moving them around. If they're not here but over there, that's good for me. That's what I want. Someone else's neighborhood. Someone else's problem. Oh, so you're not in favor of uh, putting down the problem coyote? Oh, no, I don't mind if they put him down. But no. what I'm saying is uh, th- that excuse, well, you're just moving him around. It's like, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> I like these other tips. Coyotes have no legal protections in the state of California. How do you know that? They're, they're viewed as non-game animals, similar to pigeons or rodents. So you could shoot one. They can be hunted year-round without a bag limit. As right. long as you have a California hunting license. Right. You have the right to kill one on your own property. Uh, public lands, however... In a residential area, it's not. It's frowned on because you might shoot somebody by mistake. So. Yeah, but better, uh, better the coyote than you. Yep. you the methods for hunting coyotes is limited to California law, which prohibits the use of leg hole traps. Yeah, those are particularly evil, aren't they? Yes. Chemical yeah. toxicants used to poison coyotes also extremely restricted. Yeah. Well, well because states, other animals. Yeah. Could ingest oh, them, dogs do. Right? Or cats. Yeah, and then they bleed out. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Some states offer bounty programs for killing coyotes. Utah offers $50 per documented kill. California doesn't have that, though. Well, that sounds like your kind of state, huh? Where they're paying people to kill <laughs> yeah, coyotes? sure. I'm going to move there right away. <laughs> $50 uh, per bagged coyote. Other tips include keep your trash covered and sealed. Keep your landscaping neat and clean. I'm not sure what that is. Pick up fallen fruit. Clean up scattered bird seed as it attracts rodents, which can attract coyotes. Keep your cats and dogs indoors at night, which John found out when he lived up in the hills. Oh, yeah. And he'd hear the crunching sound. Every week, there was a cat or a dog getting uh, consumed. I know. And I can, I honestly, especially where I live, I I don't understand why people allow their animals to be out. And they roam in packs and they create a frenzy. Oh, I know. I can't stand that noise. You know, it's it's the most horrific sound. It is. And then it suddenly stops. I know. And then you know what's happened. We used to have like coyote packs, eat dogs, and then we used to have uh, raccoons have orgies in our backyard. Oh, I saw really? this. I saw it with my raccoon own eyes. Raccoon orgies. Raccoon orgies. There was one girl raccoon up against the tree, and there were. You're like a peeping tom. Oh, you watched them. Exactly. I was, I was just standing on the, the porch. Thing. It's like, oh, look at that. 
and got got my neighbor really upset, and she started screaming at them. She got on her porch across the fence, and she was so upset with those. Uh, with Why those... she was jealous? She... Why? <laughs> no, let, let the raccoons have their fun. I... I occasionally see the squirrels. It looks like sex play to me. They're chasing each other in sort of a romantic way. Never see that? Um, yes. Up and down the wires, Frisky the telephone squirrels, wires. sure. Yeah, yeah. doing yeah, a little that's... mating dance with each other. Um, she, was a, she was a famous actress, I mean, a long time ago. Oh. Yeah. I'll tell you later. But okay. uh, she was enraged over the raccoons. Oh, it's the one I know about. Yes, right? yes. Okay. She you was something else. I certainly know who this is. Yeah. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Eric, Eric, tell uh, Ken and Deborah about the, what your dad uh, texted you. Oh, yeah. So he was listening to the last segment, and he texted, uh, uh, he texted me and said that there was a raccoon orgy on the roof of my house uh, about a couple of years ago. <laughs> and how did he know this? Well, he it, where it was happening was right above his room. Oh, so, so he could hear it, huh? Yeah, and they, they have oh. a window right above their bed. And was he a peeping Tom like John? <laughs> well, he went outside to try and scare him off, but he wasn't trying but to wasn't look at them. he wasn't just staring like John. So were no. we to learn leering. from this that, that raccoons don't mate one-on-one, they do orgies? Is that what we're hearing? Uh, sounds like it. Yeah, John also witnessed some type of a collection of raccoons going at it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a whole group of raccoons, and it was several uh, men and, and and one girl. And then, <laughs> how did you? Wait, how do you yeah, know? How did that? you know that? Uh, the because pos- of their behavior, the, the positioning. You watched them take turns. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes we did. <laughs> or was it like a two-on-one or a three-on-one going on? Or oh, jeez. Oh. Because they hadn't paired off. It was just a group of guys, and then you know one of them would go up, and then then another one. Uh-huh. I will say, where I live in the San Fernando Valley, I see a ton of raccoons at night. Oh yeah. I well, haven't seen them having orgies, but I, I, I'll see them well, wandering then, around. And skunks. One day I saw the after effects of the orgy, and there was a mommy <laughs> raccoon with her babies, and she was hiding in this uh, this ivy on the side of the yard. She and, wanted the guys to stay away. <laughs> She's had enough. And I walked by, and I heard this, <laughs> and I looked. The like, raccoons are ornery. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she was looking at me, you know, with the, with the, the, you know, the, the black eyes that they have. Yeah. You know, yeah. the black circles around their eyes. And I saw there were little babies in there. And it's like, I guess that that's, was the result of the, uh, the party they had. I avoid raccoons, skunks, and possums. I oh, think yeah. they're all ornery and, uh, well, skunks for obvious reasons. <laughs> they can stink you out for years. Yeah. Uh, just a, so, you know, my mind works in weird ways. And one day I thought of this and it just came to me again while we were discussing the raccoon sex. It's, it's a question for Google. <clears throat> Do animals engage in oral sex? <laughs> just, a, just a thought. Well, not the night I saw the raccoons, no. <laughs> it's all just straight reproductive kind of sex, right? Is that really uh, what, because of their genetic uh, drive? Yeah. yeah, just a thought. I think the answer is no, but I just, <laughs> with each other, I'm saying. I bet you chimps do. Uh, I, oh, I that think, could be true because they do mimic humans, yeah, right? I think I've heard that chimps do. Oh, that, that okay. rings a bell. Okay. Right. Rings a bell. <laughs> well, we'll do the research. Maybe it was a movie I saw. I don't know. All right. One more animal story, and then we're done with this. We're going to update you after 530 as to what we know today on the Idaho college student killings. Uh, it looks like... More and more family members. We had the dad of one girl who was killed at that off-campus house. 
He's been doing a lot of talking to the media, but it looks like a stepfather of another victim has stepped up because they are frustrated because there's just nothing. And like I said the other day, you can either believe that there really is nothing or that the police don't want to reveal the good stuff they know because they don't want who they're looking for to know that and get a lead on them. So we'll talk about this after the news at 5.30. And Deborah Mark, this is one bad story, but I, I want to say, first of all, to give you the sort of warning up front, the dog is fine. Oh, good. And then I'll follow that with a really happy dog story for you. Okay. A video that just entranced me today. I watched it three times. I'll tell you that in a moment. But uh, out in Apple Valley. Oh, I think we were up there one time, John. We did a show up in yes, Apple we Valley did. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> apparently, a woman by the name of Terry Gerard said uh, she was taking her daughter to school. This happened on Friday. And a driver was apparently trying to signal her to tell her something. And she pulled over and listened. And she said, I'm on the phone with 911. This is the driver of the other car. Please watch out. There is somebody uh, driving a Tahoe that just went by. And they're dragging a dog (gasps) behind the vehicle. So she continued driving. And she did come across a woman and the Tahoe. And when she came up upon them, the woman was untying the dog. According to Tammy Jared. This lady was out of her mind. She was clearly out of her mind. I don't know if she was on drugs or mentally ill. She kept saying, basically, someone must have tied the dog to my bumper. I don't know what it's doing there. You want a dog? There you go. You got a dog. Take the dog. Well, Well, Jared did. She took photos. She took the dog in for medical treatment, and apparently it's recovering. So I guess the dog was running or oh, dragged, so yeah, depending but, oh. on the speed of the Tahoe. Well, yeah, but you, you'd get your, your, your skin just burned oh. off from that. It might be a dirt road kind of thing because it's oh, Apple Valley. It man. might have been a little less than a yeah, paved road. Yeah, that's right. There weren't a lot of paved roads, roads So do you, believe, do, you believe, do you believe that person? That, that, that... No, I do not. Well, I, I was thinking... Well, someone maybe, tied the yes, dog to my bumper. I was thinking bumper. maybe a really nasty person did that. But the way she was described as like a crazy lady. No, I get it. Not making much sense, but kept kind of blurting out, somebody did this. And then, how about this? You want a dog? Here you go. Take this. I don't think so. If somebody tied a dog to your bumper, Deborah Mark, and you didn't know for a mile. I'd flip out. Would you just foist it off on somebody that comes along? The dog was probably screaming. No, I would would go to the nearest vet. Yeah, you would take it for care. Oh, my God. And Jared did that. She wrapped the dog in a blanket and took it to an animal shelter where it's in the care of a vet. They're trying to find this lady now, and they're raising donations to help pay the vet bills for this animal. I don't know what breed it is, but um, that's really awful situation. But now, if you want to go look this up, the video that entertained me so much, you know, there's some websites I go on, and they pop up in the corner of the screen, videos do. And there's one website where it's always about animals. And John finds this funny. People who watch cat videos all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And there are people that watch cat videos all day. Uh, I can watch dog videos a lot, but this was from Australia. And it was a dog. Uh, he was full grown, apparently. He's a new dad, 10 puppies, Aww. and they were chasing him around the yard. It was hysterical. All 10 dogs kept chasing the big male dog, the father, around the yard. And the, the father kept playing with them. He kept stopping and then running again, and they all chased him. The little heads would go one way and go the other so way. So cute. Ten puppies at once. That's, uh, he's got some uh, 
responsibility there, doesn't he, John? Oh. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of Yeah, right. It's a lot of noise. It's a Pyrenees. The dog was a Pyrenees, yeah. if you're familiar with that breed. And uh, if you want to look it up, it was incredibly, because it went on for like three minutes. They just kept running around the yard. Uh, the little puppies chasing the father dog. Ken, I didn't and, know that you like dog videos. I can send you some of mine. My dog. I, you don't have to send me any. Oh, no, your dogs? <laughs> oh. the only, you sent me one picture once, and I told you it was obscene. The dog yes, had its legs spread. I know, I know. It was like, well, I don't need to see their genitalia. You're sending dirty pictures of your dog? I did one She did. Time. It was getting ready for a dog orgy. No. She sent, <laughs> no. She sent me like dog porn. <laughs> You see, everybody's got their thing. I really oh, felt. No. Hey, look, we're we're open minded here. No, it, 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 he he's exaggerating. Well, but it was true. The dog was splayed out with her legs. Uh, yeah, but it was a cute picture. It wasn't for the genitalia. That wasn't the. I know, but it's, it's the thing it. that was like most prominent. It was like I, the first thing I, I know. First thing I said was, "Oh, it's <laughs> the only thing he saw." I'll make it up to you, Ken. I'll send something better. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Yeah, she already assaulted me with uh, more dog pictures. <laughs> I know, but the, the, they have their legs closed in the one. They do. Said. They're they're posing facing the camera. Yes, yeah, so now on. you have a good look. It's a little more uh, ladylike and proper. You're like yes. so many people that are in my neighborhood. They all have little, like little white dogs. That's what everybody likes. Why is that? Is that like, like these furniture? are not really that little. These two are not that little. They look little in this picture. They're not. They're not the teeny tiny. No, I don't mean the little chihuahua types, but it's always like a little white furry dog. A lot of people like little white furry dogs. I should tell them about what happened to that uh, little white dog at the mall the other night. What I was telling you before. Yeah, you should tell (laughs) them. So my wife and I are at the Fashion Square Mall in Sherman Oaks Saturday. And uh, walking in front of us was a couple with a, a smallish white dog. And the dog is walking along with them and then suddenly just stops dead like they dropped anchor. And just squatted down. And the guy keeps dragging the dog on the floor like like it's a mop. And then the dog hops up again. And then suddenly, boom, down. Wouldn't move. <laughs> and he's really pulling hard. And the dog starts squirting out poop. And it serves him right. <laughs> and, and the poop gets trapped under the dog. And Whoa. so the dog is now smearing the poop with its fur all across the floor at the uh, Fashion Square Mall. And then fly, chunks were flying out left and right. This guy still didn't notice it. As you like to say, nice dinnertime story. <laughs> I veered to the left so I wouldn't step in it all. And I saw the guy. He finally turned around and he looked at what happened. And I just wish I could describe the look on his face. It was like one of the greatest oh bleep looks. Well, if he would have listened to his dog, who was clearly telling him that uh, he or she had yeah. to poop. No, he completely ignored. But there was just all this disgusting poop smeared all over the dog, all over the floor. No. This is in a mall? So, yeah, the Fashion Square Mall. No. And indoor he, mall. Indoor mall, yeah. Lots uh, of people. 
The Georgia Senate runoff election, they're almost at 60% of the expected votes in. Raphael Warnock has the lead over Herschel Walker by about 300,000 votes. I'm sorry, 30,000 votes, something like that, Uh, give or take, maybe 28,000. They do believe there's still, though, almost a million and a half votes remaining. As I said, about 58% of the expected vote in. They think that 2 million people voted early and at least 1.3 million people voted today in that runoff. And I would expect, John, by probably the end of the night, they'll have a winner. This isn't California, where they're sitting there with mail-in votes for weeks. Yes, every other state in the union can count their votes pretty much the same night, or at least by the next morning. Nice. And they all use, and they had plenty of mail-in ballots, too, in, in, uh, in Georgia. So there's just no excuse for this. This is just our, we just have competent boobs here. That's the beginning and end of that story. Uh, The update on the Idaho students, the college students at the University of Idaho who were stabbed to death in their beds and on an off-campus house. There isn't much today, but uh, it is believed by a couple of experts that whoever did this, one person or more, left DNA behind. But the complication's going to be that it was a college party house. They do believe that some of the victims did fight back. One expert says you have all this blood, there might be hair fibers, but you're dealing with a college house where lots of people are coming and going. And so you're going to have lots of mixtures in there with DNA. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like trying to get uh, a DNA sample, a clear DNA sample from a cheap motel. I mean, there's, yes, right. there's a lot yes. of activity going on. Uh, especially if they don't wash the sheets enough. That's right. And the floors. So uh, They do believe that uh, probably some of the victims fought back. They had defensive wounds on them. So there could be some DNA under the fingernails that could be captured. Yeah. But again, you know, you run the DNA, you're hoping somebody it's somebody in the criminal database. If it's not. Now, I wonder, did this person live alone or did they get in a car and bolt out of Idaho immediately? Because if if... They ran if they came across anybody as they came back home, you'd see that they would have blood on them, right? Yes. The killer must have had a lot of blood all over him and, and cuts on him. So either he got in the car and just kept going and he might be in uh, you know the, 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 in, at the Arctic Circle right now. because yeah, this was three AM. Yeah. There wouldn't be a lot of people who might even notice. I mean, again, those two roommates slept through this. So how loud was this? How much of a fight did go on? That's still... With the, the car... I realize have, they were on a different floor, but still. The car would have bloody evidence inside it? There were 46 FBI agents on this case. 13 Idaho State Police investigators, along with the Moscow Police Department team. And yet, the families are starting to get a little antsy. They're not getting much from investigators. We are and November thirteenth is the date. Stick that in your head. That's when these three were, these four were found wow. dead. Already that long, huh? Yep. So it's three weeks and a couple of days, and nothing, nothing that they're t- they're sharing with us. But I'm come to be one of those people that believes there isn't much to share. Hundred and thirteen pieces of be- physical evidence that were if, collected. If they released what they had, if what they have doesn't pinpoint the suspect then you release it publicly because then that'll lead to the suspect, right? People will be able to add on to the evidence. Right. 
Two of the students killed were a male and a female. I think it's pronounced Zana. Zana Kernodal and her boyfriend, Ethan Chapin. They're trying to find out where they were for several hours the night that they were killed. There's a five-hour gap in the timeline. The two girls, uh, and that would be Kaylee Goncalves and Madison Mogan, they went to a local bar, stopped at a food truck, got a ride home with a private party, and they arrived home at like 2 a.m. But the other two, they were seen at a fraternity house, returned to the home a short walk away about 1.45 a.m., but they don't know where they were before that, between 9 p.m. and 1.45 a.m., November 12th, November 13th. And they're trying to find any more information they can get maybe they had from anybody own, that uh, can help them. Maybe they had their own private date for a few hours. They might have. But it could be they encountered someone who could have been the killer, who continued to follow them. Because these four were killed probably, you know, they were arriving home like 1.30, 1.45 a.m. They think they were killed between 3 and 4 a.m. It was only an hour or so after they got home. Clearly, though, they, they went to bed. Apparently, they were all attacked in bed. But whoever did this wasn't there that long after their mm. evenings ended. Yeah. So... Unless it was uh, someone with an obsession who had this premeditated. That's the thinking. It's hard to believe there'd be somebody they encountered that night yeah, who decided, that, I'm going to follow this, this one home. Yeah, that, whether doesn't, it was a girl. that doesn't have to be the right path. It could be somebody that knew or became obsessed with one of the girls. Right. And they were just uh, planning this. And uh-huh. uh, three in the morning it, on a Saturday is the best time because everybody will be drunk. It'll be dark, everyone's passed out, asleep, and then you can do your business. But why? Still strange. Why? P- probably an obsession, probably a rejection, maybe. You would think. I mean, I mean the incel theory is popular. I mean, that's what, that's what guys do. I mean, like this, this idiot we talked about before, the, uh, the cop that came from Virginia all the way to Riverside after meeting the teenage girl. Oh, online, right, you know? yeah. I mean, I mean, guys kill when they, they get rejected and are humiliated. That's right. the most likely point that they're going to kill. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, uh, we're going to update you now on Ukraine-Russia. There's been a couple of developments as, uh, well, depending on how you look at it, things escalate. Uh, what the Russians are trying to do is hit the power supply in Ukraine. They've been at this for some time now. But now a major Russian bank has been hit with an unprecedented cyber attack. And the other big development, which, depending on how you look at it, uh, Ukraine may have sent drones in which bombed Russian air bases. A drone attack inside Russia Hmm. by Ukraine would be a new front in this war where Ukraine has always been on the defensive and just trying to make sure Russia doesn't blow up everything that it has. Who would have thought that was possible nine months ago? Uh, but this yeah. would be the story uh, in December. Ukraine apparently has not publicly commented on the attack. These were missile attacks at two separate air bases in Russia. Reports are three people were killed, several people were injured, and apparently these bases, uh, they keep some of the uh, important Russian military equipment, some of the planes that they use to attack. Um, the governor of Russia's Kursk region, which borders Ukraine, said there was a drone attack near an airfield in the region. Kiev hasn't commented on it, although apparently there were some jokes made by some Ukrainian officials. 
uh, kind of taken credit for the attack. Uh, they claim the cursed attack followed other similar blasts at Russian bases, some of which have been located hundreds of miles inside Russia, well beyond the range of any prior Ukrainian attacks. You wonder if they have something else as far as uh, military equipment that enables them to carry out maybe some real threats to Russia inside Russia? And their state-owned bank, VTB, the country's second largest lender, says it was hit by the largest cyber attack it has ever experienced. Unprecedented. Uh, Meanwhile, the U.S. has approved a potential sale of 116 Abrams tanks, M1A1 tanks, other vehicles and munitions to Poland in a deal valued up to $3.75 billion dollars. Poland also just bought 250 M1A2 tanks by the same maker. Now, is this Poland then turns them over to Ukraine? Is that what's going on? Or Yeah, uh, I, I would guess so. It there, does say they're trying to modernize their military well, and to adjust to you know new threats like Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So. There's, there was a story this week in the National Review, Raytheon makes uh, a lot of uh, the anti-tank and anti-aircraft missiles right. that uh, we give to Ukraine. And Raytheon's based in Simi Valley. And the anti-tank missiles are called Javelins. The anti-aircraft oh. are called Stingers. And we've given them so many that we've used up, according to an executive, 13 years worth of Stinger production and five years worth of Javelin production. Wow. So he says, how are we going to resupply and restock the inventories? Nah. Because the Pentagon had not bought a new Stinger system since 2004. They've been sitting on a lot of unused weapons. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're going to have to start. But they can only make 400 a month. 400 Javelins a month. So yeah. I imagine we must have a much bigger stockpile somewhere. Just By the in way, case the, we get attacked. The U.S. State Department is not commenting, and they're walking a fine line here. They don't really want to encourage Ukraine to attack inside Russia, but <laughs> right, because we're going to get the nukes. That could set off another big chapter in this whole thing. Well, All right. what a lovely moment! Thank uh, you very much. Not only wow. Tim Conway, Ding. Mark Thompson yeah. too. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, By the way, this is what only half say. of the Mark Thompsons we're having on today. You know, Mark Thompson from the Mark and Brian show? Oh, he's got a new book out. Yeah, he's yeah. coming on tonight. That's what I heard. So it was a great booking to book him on a Tuesday night. Yeah, I'm excited. He's the wealthy, successful Mark Thompson. I'm looking forward to <laughs> talking to him. Wow, gee. Yeah. I, wish, I wish I were just being polite. <laughs> I think his, his book is How to Be a Rich Mark Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> You know, by the way, came out with a little late for me, but uh, I had asked uh, Mo Kelly. Mo Kelly takes a cruise every year with his wife, like a week or two. And I'm like, God, I've been working 25 years in a row, five nights a week. I don't have the money for a cruise. And he had a great line. He goes, Yeah, but uh, he says I I also don't go to the track. I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) He knows a little too much. That's where the cruise money is. is There's a lot of things you could be doing if you didn't go to the track. Yeah, like driving around in a car that's worth more than (laughs) $3,200. I drive a car that's that's blue booked at around thirty eight hundred dollars. Right? Yeah, it's a nine, it's a twenty sixteen Navigator. Twenty sixteen? No, I'm sorry, twenty oh six Navigator. Oh, tw- I was going to say. Yeah, twenty oh six. I would have guessed like nineteen eighty nine. True story. Yeah, it's a true story. 
<laughs> and uh, the electrics are going out on it, so that's the beginning uh-huh. of the end. Uh, wow. you, know. Hey, you know, you plead poverty, you but got, I think you, otherwise. You got yeah. 17 Buddy, years out of it. Ken, uh, you can come over any time with a calculator. You got a stash somewhere in the Cayman Islands. Yeah. <laughs> there, I, I, I'm with you. There's a stack of hundreds somewhere in that house. <laughs> I, 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 I I'm think Conway's a smooth operator. You don't really know what's going on. I'm like uh, like Rick Dees used to uh, come on the air and say, uh, you know, man, is it great in first class? I mean, uh, you know, when I walk through, I can see everybody up there in first class. God dang, they look like they're having a great time. 22 minutes after the hour, Snooky's Cookies. Next. Snooky's Cookies. Oh, Snooky's Cookies. It sounds a bit like your Mark Thompson impersonation. Yeah, I mean, their impressions run together. Anybody in radio gets that voice. Oh, that's good. Rick Dees, how you doing? All right, Conway, Tom. Big dog. Come on. Big show, the both of them. Let's get it all. KOSDH2, Los Angeles, Orange County. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. I oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.